0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joshua T. Berglund, and you are watching Gratitude Unfiltered Remixed on the LiveModel Worldwide Multimedia Broadcast Network. Thank you so much for being here today. So I'm actually going to walk around real quick and show you. So <laughs> I've completely had to wreck my normal setup that was here. I've had to wreck everything because... For some reason, one of my computers crashed and <laughs> now my two webcams don't wanna to work together. So now I'm gonna rely on AI. Um, why am I showing you all this? Is just to show you that, you know what? It doesn't have to be perfect. <laughs> you don't have to have everything you think you need to be able to broadcast, you can just broadcast. It doesn't have to be perfect, but dadgummit, I'm sure ready for a crew. <laughs> I'm ready, for, I'm ready for all this, this stuff that I know to do in my head to work. Because, you know, what's in my head is way cooler than what the reality is. Anyway, that's not how I want to start off this broadcast. Anyway, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Gratitude Unfiltered Remixed. If you're watching on social media, if you're watching uh, <laughs> on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or any of those other platforms, welcome. Thank you for being here. And thank you for putting up with me as I sort through this. Literally, I am not prepared for this broadcast, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Because I could sit here and tinkle, tinkle? I didn't mean tinkle, tinker around. I'm gonna tinker around with everything and try to make it perfect, but I'm frustrated because I really wanted to do something that I can't do. So, that said, here's what's gonna happen. We are going to play a commercial and an intro video, and that's great. Okay, we're going to do that, and then we're going to get into discussing salt and light. Um, and I have a lot to say about it. Um, this is something I'm very, very passionate about. And with everything going on, this message is for you. This is not for me. Okay, this is for you because you know what? I'm gonna I'm doing this to the best of my ability as we speak now. But I'm gonna do this encouragement for you because there's a lot of people that are holding back their voice. There's a lot of people that are living in fear. There's a lot of people that are hiding their light. And right now the world needs it. Why do they need it now? Because, you know, everything seems pretty normal for the most part. If you think everything feels normal, I don't know what to tell you. I know things are crazy. I know there's COVID. I know all that. But things are going to get crazier. And you being on the sidelines, you hiding your light, you trying to, you just going through the motions in life right now is not the recipe for success. This is not going to bring you happiness and joy. It's going to bring you disappointment. People talk about being all in all the time. Uh, they talk about 10x in their life and they talk about this and they talk about that none of it matters if you're not shining your light and positioning it on the biggest hill imaginable so the world can see it people are gonna need you and you might as well start today and start practicing because here's the thing if you're not if you're not used to showing your light it's going to get a lot harder to do so in the coming days. So I'm begging you. I'm begging you to please, please quit worrying. Maybe it's poetic that I don't have everything set up the way I want to and I'm broadcasting anyway. I don't know. Maybe it's poetic that that maybe, yeah, maybe it's symbolic. Like I don't have everything I need and everything I want and everything in place for me to do this What I want to do, the way I can see it, the way I know how to do it, as if I had a full crew, I know how to do it, but I'm fighting with technology. I have a million excuses of why I shouldn't broadcast right now, and why I shouldn't share this message, but you know what? I'm going to do it, because you know, it. again, going back to maybe this is symbolic, and I didn't do this on purpose, but it is also symbolic for God calls the unqualified. God calls the unqualified. The unqualified could be, I don't have the money. The unqualified could be, I don't have the equipment. The, 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 the unqualified could be, I don't know how. But I want to tell you right now that the answers to most of those questions, those, those answers to... I don't know how, or I don't have the money. I don't have this is going to come out of this message. So with that said, with that said, we'll be right back. everybody, what's up? We're back. I'm Joshua T. Berglin, your host of Gratitude Unfiltered Remix. Thank you for being here. I'm pointing this webcam at you like a weapon. Here's the thing. I can't use this webcam anymore. It's brand new. It works perfectly. But for what I want to do with these broadcasts, this camera is useless now. So, we're going to donate it. $300 value or something like that. 100? No, it is $300. $300 value. Just bought it like a month ago. Can't use it anymore. Need real cameras with real cameramen. I like this AI thing. So we're going to donate it. Um, I don't know. Share this video and we'll pick somebody. (laughs) That's what we'll do. Share somebody. Tag somebody. Like we'll just random do it. I'll have my wife pick because my wife's a genius and she's better at this stuff than I am. By the way, speaking of my wife, uh, she made new Gratitude Unfiltered Remix t-shirts. There's only one. Um... Be strong and courageous, and not because my name is Joshua. I mean, my name is Joshua, but um, that's not why that's back there. It's my favorite verse, and frankly, be strong and courageous. It's like the, it's like a mating call for no, not a mating call. Um, oh boy, it's a rallying cry. It's a, it's a mantra. It's a, obviously it's a Bible verse, but it's a reminder. It's a reminder. Be strong and courageous. God's got you. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to broadcast. Um, I love this. And it's funny that my equipment all malfunctioned and broke. My computer broke before certain broadcasting. But, you know, I just know that you get to use everything. You get to use our pain. You get to use our hurt. You get to use our confusion. You get to use the fear. You get to use mistakes, you get to use sin, you get to use all of it for good for those those who love you. All of our mistakes, all of the things that we carry with us that don't belong to us, once we surrender it to you, you use it for good. So Lord, I'm asking you today, Holy Spirit, speak through me. Give me the words that you want me to say. Obviously, there's a lot on my heart today, and I'm fired up, Lord, and I just ask that I'm able to gracefully speak the word that you've given me to speak. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so, first of all, really, really excited. September 30th, that's coming up this week, Dallas, Texas. I'm getting to speak and be a part of a really cool event called Live Life Free. I hope to see you there. And then I get to speak at Word of God Church, uh, which makes me really happy. I get to go back home and see my family in Oklahoma City, get to see my grandson and get to see my daughter and my mom and my stepdad and my church. And it, and it's awesome. It's awesome. And um, it, it's really, really cool to get to come back and uh, and be a, be a part of this community that's helped me get to this place I am in life. And I remember when God first really put it on me that I needed to put a spotlight on my shadow world and looking at it, it's almost been three years, put a spotlight on my shadow world. And yes, we're talking about salt and light today and how, and this will all connect, but I am so grateful. For that day that God came to me, four days into a meth relapse, and said, I want you to put a spotlight on your shadow world. Because it, and, and the reasons behind it were this, and I and again, I'm going to segue this into the message. But the reasons why it was ma- it matters is because, you know, in the Bible it talks about how everything that's been hidden will be revealed, will be uncovered. And, and 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 there's a lot of people that believe there's a, an awakening coming there's a um there's going to be a mass awakening and there's going to be a, a light that is shine on all of the things that's been hidden it's biblical now there's a sect of people that believe in all that that are not really tying it back to biblical but in that moment I remember when God said put a spotlight on your shadow world and he showed me all the reasons why. Like for an example, and this is this goes out to those that are keeping secrets. Those that are uncovering, that are keeping, that are, that are, that are holding secrets back because you I'm protecting my family, I'm protecting my kids, I'm protecting my husband, I'm protecting my, 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 my girlfriend, I'm protecting whoever, but I'm keeping this secret. When God showed me. When God showed me that that I needed to put a spotlight on my shadow world and gave me the name Gratitude Unfiltered, it was for this reason. He said, do you want $250 million in the bank? Yeah, of course. Want $250 million in the bank? Okay. Well, how are you gonna feel about writing $15 million checks to get people to shut up or to keep your secrets? I was like, I'm gonna be out of money pretty quick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I had the image of Charlie Sheen in my head. Because, you know, when he went through that whole tiger's blood thing, it, it, it was, he was trying to get people to not tell secrets about him. This is right around the same time, by the way. So then it was about, well, and, and so do you want to build your house on quicksand or do you want to build it on truth? I want to build it on truth. Like the foundation of truth. And so I knew in that moment that to do things the way that God wanted me to, but yet still be able to achieve everything that I believe in my heart that I'm supposed to achieve. All the gifts and talents that I've been given and we've all been given them. So I'm not saying, look at me, look how talented I am. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that that like we we've all been given these gifts and talents and when we have those gifts and talents don't we imagine ourselves like if you're a ballerina i know there's some ballerinas that watch the show if you're an artist if you're a dancer if you're an actor or actress like you have a gift and talent so obviously you've imagined yourself doing gracing the stage and just and you, you imagine your audience. You imagine, you see, you see yourself in the bright lights. You see yourself accepting the award. You see yourself inspiring the masses, whatever it is for you. Everyone has got something different. And, and you, so you see yourself doing that. And a lot of people, when they imagine themselves being great, when they imagine themselves at the top of the mountain they're willing to do anything and everything to get there but a lot of people t- take that what i just said and that means that they'll cheat to do- get there that means they'll cut corners that means they'll uh they'll they'll step on <laughs> the person they're going to Yank the person down that's above them on the ladder, right? The ladder to success. Oh, I see you up there. Get your butt down here. And then you're going to try to take their place. Some people do that. And that's worked. Because how many of you out there have been a victim to having somebody basically cut your legs out from underneath you? They they saw your rise, they saw your shine, and they've done everything, everything to dull your light. How many of you have experienced that? How many of you have been up for a promotion and somebody screwed you over um, or took credit for some of the work that you did? They took credit for it and they got the promotion, you didn't. Here's what I'm trying to tell tell you. For the people that have done things the right way or that have turned the corner and now they are doing things the right way, I assure you that your efforts will be blessed. Lies will not be blessed. Those days that lies and manipulation are going to get people someplace to success, that's building a house on quicksand. It's time, everybody, to build your house it's it's time to build your destiny on a house of truth. So this episode is not about secrets. It's not about any of that. But I want to tell you right now what I'm talking about with light, it requires truth. It, re- it requires your testimony. It, 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 it it's going to require you, it's it's gonna require you getting rid of secrets. And here's why because that thing that you're hiding inside is your gift to the world that secret pain that secret sorrow that secret heartache that secret addiction that is a, that's your gift to the world and here's and, and, and you cannot be the brightest light possible and have secrets you can't You can't. So, let's get into the message. And he answered them. Let's see here. Hold on. Okay. And he answered them. To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of heaven. But to them it has not been given. For to the one who has... More will be given, and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This is why I speak to them in parables, because seeing they do not see, in hearing they do not hear, nor do they understand. Indeed, in their case, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled that says, you are indeed here, but never understand. You, would, you will indeed hear, but never understand. And you will indeed see, but never perceive. For this, people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, and with their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes, and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn, I would heal them. For truly I say to you, many prophets and righteous people longed to see what you see and did not see it. And to hear, ah, oh, gum it, cut it off again. So here's the point. <laughs> so mad. So I have, okay, just so you know, this has happened to me two episodes in a row and I just dawned on me Why? So I use a notepad on my phone when I'm at church and I take notes or when I'm doing my quiet time, I take notes and I have this thing that I can copy and paste. Well, the part that allows me to pull down the whole menu, it doesn't transfer when I do a PDF. Now I just figured out my problem. (laughs) Okay, don't hide. Let your light shine. Now, here's something else. When I think of light, actually, I'll use this. So when I think of light, again, I'm, I'm seeing the image and I see the verse that I just read. I, I think about, I've always pictured a lamp, like a lamp being put right in the window. So when you're driving by, you can see the light in the window. You, when you, um, it, it's, the, it's the house that illuminates, it's the light that illuminates the room. So I've always pictured this, but actually what God is talking about, what Jesus is talking about, is fire. Your light is fire. When they were talking about light in biblical times, picture, if you will, here, (laughs) the fireplace. I don't know if you can see it but fire, hold on, fire, hold on, abracadabra, fire. Okay, you can see it, there's fire here. Fire, not a wimpy light, fire. Because you know, they didn't have electricity back then. So to them, light, think the fire, a burning fire. That is the light inside you. That is the power of God inside of you. That is the Holy Spirit inside of you. You in your full gifting. And what God created you to be. Everything that God created you to be. On fire. What does God say about lukewarm? Now, when I see this light <laughs> and it fell off, I need a prop kit. Look, the lights. This is like a lukewarm light now. Not fire. Lukewarm light. Gosh, I wish that fire was bigger because it would make a really big analogy if I could just have fire burning up behind me. Maybe that's why I need a green screen and somebody that can like on cue make video visuals pop up when I talk. That would be fun. I need that. I want that technology. Anyway. What does God say about lukewarm? Spit you out. You might as well be full on evil than lukewarm you're better off being full-blown evil probably not biblical me saying that but what is god's god didn't talk about spitting out people that are evil (laughs) i think he just squashes them and gets rid of them but anyway but lukewarm is not going to do it lukewarm coming at the times that we're coming into and I'm telling you, y'all, we are more divided than ever. And like, I don't want to get, this is not about conspiracy, but you can just go to Daniel's prophecy and go to the book of revelations. Things are going to get wild, insane, scary. My buddy Curtis the other day posted something about our eyes with our own physical eyes. We're able to see like 1% of what is here. So that means there's layers of things that I'm looking at in this room right now, this hockey stick, right? 1%. So that means there's something else in here, right? That means there's something else in here. There's there's dimensions, like the spiritual dimension. I say all the time on the show that that the, the, the freaking the spiritual world is more real than the reality that we think we're living in now. When I've been saying that hell is going to be unleashed on this earth, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to tell you the portals of hell are basically opening. Portals of the hell. Demons. And I know that your church ain't talking about this. I know that your Sunday school teacher ain't telling you about it. And I know the news isn't telling you about it. But portals of hell. There's CERN. C-E-R-N. They're not up to any good. And whether they're the culprit of it or not, I don't know. But you can look up CERN and see some of the stuff that they're doing. And that it's going to make you ask some questions. Like, why are they doing these rituals? Why are they trying to, um, the, the God gene? Why are they trying to get, tap into the God gene? Why are they trying to recreate the Big Bang? Why are they trying to do these things? Boy, it's a wormhole. Have fun with it. Anyway, we don't have time for all that. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. If you're like, seriously, to me, lukewarm is like, is like relying on a weight, wet paper bag to, 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 to hold your groceries. It just doesn't make sense. Like you're, you're, it's, we need to be armored up and there's going to be people that are hurting in ways that they've never hurt before. There's going to be like it's already happening. Like in it, 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 there's families that are making the decision that they cannot be around their own children because they are or are not getting vaccinated. That's not hell on earth, but it's going to lead to it, and here's why: because of what's in the vaccine. I posted a blog yesterday. It's on livemonoworldwide.org, and it breaks down what graphene oxide is. There's nice little pictures and a color chart and all of it. But some weird stuff is about to happen all at one time. There's going to be a mass awakening. More and more people are going to start using their voice. People that have been in fear of backlash are going to start speaking out, but that is going to trigger a response. And the response is what we have to be prepared for. It's not going to be pretty. The people, the evil in this world, please hear me on this. The evil in this world has an agenda and it's not a good one. And and, and while they don't want the truth and they've been wanting to remain hidden or that started to shift, and now they're starting to do things in people's face. Because you know what? Most of us have our heads up our butts too far to be able to see what the problem is. We can't see the evil that's coming. Some of you do. But those of you that are celebrating this awakening those of you that are celebrating all of the different celebrities that are gonna come out and start speaking out, just know that is actually going to be that it's good. It's good, it's good, it's a good thing. But that's going to trigger the response that is going to bring about lots of chaos. Lots of chaos. And that is why you cannot be lukewarm The chaos is we're going to see mass death. We're going to see mass death. We're going to see people that we know that are really, really intelligent people. We're going to see them lose the freaking minds if they haven't already. We're going to see things like we know that two plus two is four, right? This is an analogy. We know 2 plus 2 is 4, but we are going to get in the state of delusion in people's brains that they think 2 plus 2 is 8,622. Logic is going to be flipped on its head. And that's not it. There's so much more. But those of you that are lukewarm are going to fold. You're going to be as durable as the wet paper towel. It's time to go all in. First of all, God doesn't even want us being halfway anyway. Like, again, the going to the lukewarm thing and splitting, spitting you out. That's a... Like He never wanted us to be that. But you see, everything that has been commanded in the Bible, everything that's asked of us as believers is that way for a reason so that we are prepared and we are equipped for any tragedy that comes at us, any trauma that comes at us, any pandemic, job loss, career loss, Family loss, relationship loss, death, all of it, it's to equip us. But he also talked about how hell is going to be unleashed on the earth. And he didn't, I don't know the verse, forgive me, okay, look it up. But we were going to go through tribulation. And those days are here, whether you see it or not, food shortages are coming. Food shortages will be here in your face faster than ever. There will be a blackout at some point. Don't know when, maybe October 1st, October 2nd, which is like, I don't know, in two days. It's possible. You should be prepared because there's probably going to be a financial collapse too. What are you going to do when you don't have money? What are you going to do when you don't have your job to go to? Guess what? None of that stuff even matters to God. We are coming to a day, I've heard my pastor say it over and over again, and the irony of me being in Oklahoma City at the, with the same pastor that says this, he's said over and over again since I've met him, we are going to come into a day soon that money and your jobs and all of the five, 401k, 501k, 16 okay, I don't know. Those okays, your your savings, your stocks, all that is not going to matter. What do you think the Great Reset is? I don't know. Read the book. Read the book. I know what it says. Why I put my opinions out there the way that I do, the way that I, when I post blogs and I say the things I say, it's because I know what's coming because they've been telling us that. They've been telling us in Agenda 21, in Agenda 22, Agenda 2030, in the Great Reset, in the Fourth Industrial Revolution. They're telling us what to prepare for. And your, your light, you stepping into your true purpose is needed more than ever, ever. So, your light. I know why. I know why so many people are lukewarm. Because when you let your light shine and your fire and you're letting it burn, some people love it. You walk into a room, hey! I'm the big bright light guy. Don't want to break that stick. <laughs> Let me put this up. Yee. I really don't need the fire on either. That's warm. Okay. You know when you come in a room and you meet somebody, and they, right when they walk in the room, it's like they, boom, kicked open the door. They're like, hey, what's up? Like that's how big their light is. Like some people gravitate towards it. Like, ooh. Oh, I want some of that. I'm all in. I want all that that guy got. I want all that light that she has. Some people are drawn to it like a moth in a flame. But you got other people that look at your light and they just want to smash it. They want no part of it. They want to run from it. Or they'll look at you and they'll mean mug you like, who do you think you are? Not everybody's going to like it. Someone's going to hate it. A light illuminates the room. It illuminates. It shows people, right? You put the light, put the spotlight on your shadow world. God's command to me, put a spotlight on your shadow world. Why? To reveal what's there. Some people get lost, and this is why your light is so important. Some people get lost waiting, or they get lost in the dark. They get lost. They they get so comfortable in the darkness that they're here, and they don't know that they can leave. They don't know the way out. And they need to know the way out. They need somebody to bring their light in the room. They need someone to bring their light. Your light. And it's a light that they recognize. A light that maybe that you haven't... Why is this doing that? (laughs) A light that... (laughs) Stupid AI camera... A light that they see and they have hope. And there's only one kind of light I know that does that, and that's the light of Jesus. The light of Jesus that shines through you. The light when the Holy Spirit's coming through you and shining. Like that's the light people need to see because when the, all they see is darkness and they see evil, that light that you're shining and maybe. It's from behind a camera. Maybe it's from miles away. Maybe it's, it's, it's whatever. It's, just, it's, 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 it's in a room full of darkness. But that light that comes in, whether it's this big or this big, is the very thing that people know how to start crawling their way out of hell. They need it. And when I'm telling you that there's going to be a blackness Coming, an evil coming. I don't have the vocabulary to tell you and to explain to you how evil it is. But if you can think, think about how bad it is when you're pissed off. Think about how bad it is when you're angry and not yourself, how people are, right? And how you feel inside. Think about that. It doesn't feel good, right? When you're not yourself. People's souls, like when they talk about drinking alcohol, they call it spirits for a reason because your spirit, your light gets dulled and it dumbs it down enough for other spirits to come in. That's why when you're drunk and you become basically a freaking walking monster, it's really a spirit. The spirit. So now imagine your neighbors, your preacher, your mom, your sister, your brother, your cousin, maybe even your boyfriend, losing their soul. Losing their soul. Losing what makes them a human being. What could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? This transhumanistic agenda. Why no preacher is talking about this? It's in the freaking Bible. It's in Daniel's prophecy. Like, why they're not talking about this, I don't know. Is it because it hurts their pocketbook? Because it scares people, and they don't want to talk about that? For the love of God. You're going to be so needed in this light that comes in the room that exposes the darkness, that light could be you taking a stand and fighting back against mandatory vaccines. It could be you taking a stand and saying, I'm going to live for Jesus. I'm going to quit my job, and I'm going to serve the Lord full time. It could be you, because here's the thing. There's a lot of you that are in jobs right now that you're not supposed to be in. And you know who I'm talking about. Like, you know if I'm talking about you. You know that God has been showing you serving people, feeding, feeding and taking care of people and helping, using your voice, sharing your testimony. Some of you have been called to ministry, but you're looking at your job going, man, but I, I got a 401k. I got retirement. I got this contract. It's going to pay me. If I, if I stay there for 10 more years, I'm going to retire. What if I told you The there's no 10 years left? I'm not saying the world's ending tomorrow or the world's ending in 10 years. I'm not saying that. But... I am saying life as you know it is over. You don't have to believe me. I don't, I mean, I do care if you believe me because I want you to be prepared. I want you to be prepared. Your light could be your testimony. Your light could be the devotional that you read that day and you just share it. But either way, there is a darkness out there, whether it's figurative darkness, literal darkness, spiritual darkness, your light is needed in it. Now, I don't need to ask the question. As the light, we are many, oh, I like this. As the light, we're we are uh, we're basically many people's first impression of Jesus. Jesus is not in the physical form walking around this earth right now. Jesus is not here where you can go up and say, hey, Jesus, you want to grab a beer? Hey, Jesus, would you like to go for a walk? Hey, Jesus, would you like to pray with me? Hey, Jesus, uh, let's go have lunch. Now, if you're talking to your spirit, that's different, but... Jesus is not showing up at your church with you. Uh, He's not showing up at the bar with you. And Jesus is not showing up at the restaurant with you in the physical form, at least that I know of. Maybe that's happened to some of you, but not me. So anyway, my point is this. You are the light. You are Christ's light. When you gave your life to the Lord, you became light. He became through you, right? The Holy Spirit's in you. So let your when you let your light shine and you walk into a room. When you walk into a room, you are the first impression of Jesus that most people have. So if you imagine when you do go to the bar, when you go to church, you go to AA meeting, you go to a date. You take a. You're, you're taking your your spouse out on a date. Your boyfriend or girlfriend for a date. You're going to the park with your kids. The way you carry yourself and the way you represent yourself is the first impression of Jesus that a lot of people get. How important is your life? Light can warm people. It can help heal sadness, depression. Your light can inspire. Be the light. Don't dim your light. How do you dim your light? Well, there's there's ways. I mean, you can do it with diet. I'm pretty confident. You can eat crappy food. You can dim your light. You can drink yourself to death. You <sighs> snort yourself to death. Those are things that are going to dim your light. Now, mind you, in the process, you're probably full of life. I used to think that God wanted me to drink all the time because, like, for some reason, I'd start drinking and then all <laughs> like would start getting prophetic words for people. Like, wait, so Jesus, are you telling me that I can drink? Is this a good thing? Like, you want me to drink? And then, of course, the next day, I feel like complete crap and like, and then don't want to talk to anybody. And like, well, now I've dulled my light. Same thing happens. You know, I mean, like with with eating too much, again, whether it's drugs for you, it could be cheating, it could be lying, it could be doing the things that you know are wrong, but you still do them anyway. Those are things that'll dim your light. Not speaking up, not speaking out, not saying what you know needs to be said. Like your testimony, not not taking a stand on social issues that you know that you should be standing up and fighting for. People being wronged and you not saying a word. Therefore, do not become partners with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light, for the fruit of the light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead... Expose them, Ephesians 5, 7 to 11. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them. Before Jesus said to be the light, he said this. This brings it home. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad for your reward is great in heaven for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Your time is coming. Your time to be persecuted. You're on deck. I'm on deck. You're on deck. It's time. Count it as joy. You are blessed for the persecution that you are about to face. You are blessed for the the tribulation that you are heading into face first. You're blessed for it. But if you run, if you are lukewarm, the darkness is going to eat you alive. So you might as well let your light out. You might as well let your light shine brightly. You might as well play play. Full out because without it, there's not gonna be ever the things that you hang on to, the things that you've been waiting to, to like the the Trump ain't coming to save you, Q's not coming to save you. They're part of the great deception that's coming. But I'm telling you, let your light shine. Be all in like a freaking furnace. Do everything it takes to make your fire burn and burn, and burn brighter, and burn bigger, and burn bolder. Count it as joy if you're persecuted. Rejoice and be glad because your your reward is great in heaven. You're not playing for victory on this earth. You're playing for victory in heaven. And I know that doesn't feel real tangible to some of you. But for some of us, it's the only way. I want what God has for me because what on this earth, there's nothing here on this earth for me that is anywhere close to what awesomeness that God has for me and has for you. But we have to be full, we have to be all in. There's no lukewarm here. Be prepared. Not everyone's going to like your light. Ask yourself, God, how can I make my light shine brighter? How can my light be bigger, Lord? I wrote this about salt. Every cell, I didn't know this. Every cell in our body has salt. Every cell. We should... Add flavor to all that we do. Our salt gets to make everything better. So, you show up in an event, what's your job? You show up to eat, you show up to the bar, you show up to church, you show up to volunteer, bring your salt. It's your job to bring the flavor everywhere you go. To me, that's saying, do it in excellence. Bring your gift, bring your gifting, bring your blessings to the party and let it shine. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Well, that's a weird angle. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta love automated cameras here. Okay. The world needs your light. The world needs your light. And look, there's a lot of people waking up. There's a lot of people that are starting to see the truth. Another reason to give them your light, another reason to give them your light is because some of those people that are wakening up and the people that are going to see more and wake up more, those people need a place to go. They need a savior. And you are the first impression of Jesus a lot of them will ever see. You are needed. You're needed. You're needed in your purpose. God is gonna take care of those who love him. Those who serve him, God is going to take care of. So your, the things that you're holding on to in this world, throw it away. It doesn't matter. What matters is you being obedient to what you were born to do, what you were created for. Be obedient to that call. Answer that call. The worries of this world are not going to matter much because the things that people have put faith in, in this world are going away. That's the point of this message. All right. Thank you for being here. Um, This is going to end for some of you. For others, we're going to go on and play music. So see you shortly.